feature, Art Sinclair, is funded by Commission Naman with a television licence fee. It's a very busy time for drama in Clare with numerous drama groups getting ready to take to the stage in the coming days and weeks and some having already done so. Shannon Side Drama Group are no different in that regard. The Clonlara-based group will be performing the Sam Cree comedy Don't Tell the Wife over the next two weekends. I have been to Clonlara to chat with some members of Shannon Side Drama Group to find out more about them and this year's production. Edna! I'm ready when you are. Edna! Coming! I just have to turn this. It's for Bobby's tea. Won't be a minute. What the eye doesn't see, the heart won't grieve over. Smells lovely. It's liver and onions. Now Bobby loves nothing more than a bit of liver smothered in onions. He's onion mad. He has them with everything. He even had them on our honeymoon in Bray. And to show he wasn't bigoted, on the Friday he had fish with onions. He ate onions on your honeymoon? He did. Then I didn't notice. Now, after 25 years, it doesn't make any difference. If Bobby pecks me on the cheek more than twice in one week, I think he's been passionate. But still, for once it'd be nice to go to bed with a man who smelled of brute rather than on onions. I'm here in Clonlara with some of the members of the Shannon Side Drama Group ahead of their performances of Don't Tell the Wife. And uh, let's go around the table and find out who I'm chatting to. Hi, I'm Libby Kelly. Uh, I play the part of Isabel Tate. Eddie Dillon and I play Cyril in the play. He's an apprentice, a kind of a sidekick to the main character, Bobby. He's Buddy and he's nuisance, so that's who he is. Margaret Mullen, I play uh, Edna Willis, the, the wife. Noel Clancy, I play Hilda Smiley, who is Cyril's girlfriend. Before we get into Don't Tell the Wife, Eddie, I was here last year ahead of your production of Sive, which went really well. Can you just remind people maybe who are not that familiar with Shannon's Side Drama Group how long you've been around? Actually, it is our 20th anniversary this year and we only kind of were looking at the calendar there recently and we hadn't even copped it, to tell you the truth. So, yeah, we, we set up in 2004 and we've done numerous plays through the years and competitions and all that kind of stuff. Um, and as you say, we did Sive last year, which took a three-year kind of sabbatic in the middle while COVID came along and we got back going. We had to put it back on because it actually got stopped midstream. We had one weekend done, if you can maybe remember that. And we've done the second weekend three years later. It's a bit of a kind of a record to, to finish your play three years later. And this year we just decided to do something a little bit more um, comic and a bit more kind of put a smile on people's faces. The audience have always been kind of crying out for comedy. I suppose from an acting point of view, we like to mix it up and test ourselves. Um, and I'm not saying Sive, even though it's a tragedy and it's a real sad play, there was plenty of comedy in it. But this is kind of your straight up Sam Cree comedy from start to finish. It's, it's quite good. It's quite funny. quite physical comedy and visual comedy as much as there isn't, I won't say it's not your major punchline play but there's a lot of funny scenes set up in this play and I think it'll be a real um, audience pleaser if it goes as well as we think it's going to go. So yeah we're looking forward to it, kicking off on Friday night and Saturday and again the following weekend for Friday, Saturday and Sunday. From year to year do you like to change the the type of uh, production you do as you say John Bikin there was elements of humour in it but it was obviously fairly dark as well straight out comedy and maybe next year do something again another left turn yeah you do you do definitely I suppose predominantly here I know the audience would like comedy always if they got it like you know but from acting point of view if you go to the circuits or anything like that there might be eight plays above in the festival in Scarif, like, and six of them could be serious plays touching on really deep topics like, so there's a lot of plays like that out there from an acting point of view you like to test yourself with those type of plays as well, like, you know, you want to stretch your, your abilities across all emotions that might be in a play, not solely comedy, not that comedy is easy it's tricky as well, but 
We do like to mix it, yeah, definitely. We would lean towards the comedy, but it's, it's definitely nice to try and test yourself in other aspects of drama as well. Before we get to your character, tell us a little bit about how long you've been involved with the group. I've been in it a very short time in reality. I kind of researched kind of where I'd like to go and Clanlara I've always heard good things of. So after the pandemic, I just wanted to kind of get involved in the drama. And like I say, I heard of Shannon's side. Um, I got in contact with Noel, and that was last September, October. So I've really had a short history with the group, but um, it's really worthwhile. I love it. It's brilliant. Been great to you so far, clearly. Oh, brilliant! Honestly, there was such a. <laughs> and you, you wouldn't say any different with three of them looking at you. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. No, honestly, they're a great group. We have great crack here in the hall every evening. I kind of don't want to see a day where I'm not doing it now, so that's a good sign, you know. And tell us a bit about the character you're playing, Don't Tell the Wife. Isabel Tate, she is Bobby and Edna Willis's neighbour slash friend, but she's a bit, bit of a know-it-all. She's a bit, she's a nosy kind of person. She's a bit snooty, but she's a real kind of colourful character at the same time. It's great fun playing her. I think, you know, the reaction hopefully will be good to her, you know. Um, so, yeah, no, it's... She's a good character to play. I enjoy playing her. What about yourself, Noel? How long have you been involved with the group? I'm trying to remember. It's that far back. Um, I know I had children in 2013 and 2015, so it was after that when... I think I came back with Big Maggie when we did Big Maggie across the road. Throughout my time in the group, I've been PRO and secretary, I think either one or the other role. I've acted in a few plays on circuit and the one-act circuit. I directed one play on the one-act circuit. I've travelled to Fairfield in Connecticut in America with a play as well. We kind of did an exchange with a group in America, the Clonagale Players. So two groups from Ireland went ourselves and a group from Kerry. So um, we performed over in the Irish Centre in Fairfield for six performances, I think, or five, I can't remember. Six, Hiddy's nodding at me. So, yeah, we did Love and Acid Drops, a, a real old Irish play there that went down very well with the Irish-American audience. So, yeah, I'm around a while. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of experience there. And uh, tell us who you play in uh, Don't Tell the Wife. So I play a small role. I play Hilda Smiley, who is Cyril's girlfriend, who is a very nervous, quite conservative character and not very talkative when she first is on stage. And like Eddie says with the comedy, I suppose there's an awful lot of action, so I may not have an awful lot of lines, but there's an awful lot of action going on without giving away too much. <laughs> uh, our listeners will be intrigued. Uh, Margaret, what about yourself? Is your involvement with the group as lengthy as it was? No, um, like Libby, we st- I started in September. Um, I had been doing drama for years up to secondary school. Then went out of it and I started my working career and uh, a very chance meeting with Eddie one day got me interested again and I was like, oh, yeah, I'd like to try that again. Oh, that'd be great. Now my kids are of an age where I can devote more time to other things. So, yeah, I started in September and so far I haven't looked back. So far. <laughs> and who will you be playing in Don't Tell the Wife? Uh, I'd be playing Edna Willis. Um, I am the wife in Don't Tell the Wife. A very straight-laced, plain and wholesome lady who, through uh, a few wrong turns, gets the wrong idea of her poor husband and his goings-on in his day-to-day business. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, it does lead to an awful lot of comedic incidents and episodes. But she's a good lady underneath it all. (laughs) 
Eddie, it must be great, like, you know, there's two relatively new members here, and I suppose for any group to, to continue as long as Shannon's side has, you need to be always bringing fresh blood in and just people with different perspectives and different acting approaches, I suppose. 100%. You can put a value on it. You just can put a value on it. Like, we're so lucky to have got the two girls, and we have another girl in it called Lauren White as well. Brian knew she's actually inside Mary Eye, uh, studying theatre studies, so we kind of saw her in, a, in, in production she'd done with the college inside recently, and, and the fact she's from Tillara, we kind of nabbed her as well, and she, she embraced the role that she's taken on. But new actors re-energise the group, like, you know, I mean, I've been in it now since it started 20 years ago, and in Shannon Saimokra prior to that, so I've been involved, like, in this gig here in Tullinara for a long, long time and I've seen it over the years whereas you could do two or three years with predominantly the same cast and like invariably they get jaded like and they get tired and the energy goes and you'd say we're kind of coming to the end and next thing you get two or three new people come in and they're just full of that energy that you need and you feed off their energy, you really do because they bring that enthusiasm and that, that want to come to rehearsals and stuff like that and I, they're the lifeblood of the club now like you know they just drive on the play so yeah the two of these girls came in in September like the chance meeting that Maggie spoke of was quite funny I went to the doctor and she's a receptionist at the doctor and, and a friend of hers was there like and I told her that I was involved in drama here and she had that little itch to get back into drama <laughs> pardon the pun <laughs> it'll be in the play and uh, she comes up to me, like, at the reception and says, yeah, I'm very interested in drama. Like, Jesus, if you're ever doing anything out there in again, be sure to think of me now. I'm living in Westbury. It's not too far away. I'd be out in no time at all. And I said, yeah, no, no problem. And I was still waiting to go into the doctor. Next thing, she came around the corner, handed me her phone number and her name and said, don't forget me now. Don't forget me. That's enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm directing and I gave her the lead role. So now <laughs> it's payback now. So we <laughs> pressure. <laughs> I honoured the word, so we'll see where that goes, anyway, to tell you the truth, but no, she has been fantastic and has a ton of lines and has really embraced the role in Libby as well, the two of them. As I say a lot of the time on stage, you need to have a chemistry, like, you know, and you put people on stage sometimes and it doesn't work at all, like, and other times you just hit the jackpot, and these two, they work really well together, and strangely enough, Noelle's husband is uh, Maggie's husband on stage, and there's a fantastic chemistry between the two of them as well which really makes the play real and natural and believable, and even though it's comedy, it still has to be believable, like, you know, and they bring that, like, you know, and it's fantastic, you know, it really is, and we have lots of other characters within the play that I just think are going to be, you know, they're definitely going to be audience pleasers, like, we have a, we have a, a, a <laughs> something that has never been seen before as days, we have a character that's a, that's a belly dancer called Spitfire Annie, like, and I'm telling you, this character is going to go down a tree with the audience. We have a very, very sexy French lodger and I think very much appeals to the audience as well called George this is going to be good like you know so these characters are going to go down well um, there's good old action between all the characters on stage so as I say plenty energy plenty comedy so we're looking forward to it Is there anything else that people should know about Don't Tell the Wife other than what the four of you have kind of the little nuggets you've given me so far without giving too much yeah, away Yeah 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 um, not really. Like, I mean, the name of the play itself kind of would suggest uh, kind of some of the, the goings-on within the play. No, I can't. It's, it's, it's tricky. It's tricky. You, you can take... Well, don't tell the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trust us, it's good. I can't tell you what it's about. Just come. <laughs> How have rehearsals been? Have they been going on since last September? Or did they start Let's like, start we, we this started, year? Or? We started in September with a reading. We just had a few nights that we'd actually start reading plays. We decided we'd meet maybe for four or five 
nights, or maybe was it even ten nights, maybe during September, and we read four different plays. We said we'd cap it at four plays because you could go on and on, and we said we'd read four plays, and whichever one of them kind of jumped out at us and kind of appealed to us, and also, I suppose, from the people who were reading that you felt you could cast, we'd go with that play. So at the end of the month, um, we decided to go with this play. Um, so then we cast it. We'd done about a month of just reading the play and stuff like that on the run-up to Christmas. We kind of moved it with the, ha- the scripts in hand, but not really a whole lot. So people were told to go home at Christmas during the holidays and get their lines off. So from the 1st of January, the, the, the foot has been on the floor. Like, really, we've been pushing it three nights a week, like January and February. But it moved quick, and the lads picked it up quick. And, you know, they took on board any direction that was given and were very open to anything. And there's some risque stuff around couch and stuff like that and like nobody said no do you know what I mean and that's brilliant they you always need consent yeah you do you do you know and I mean you have to take that you, well all jokes aside you, you don't know what people will be comfortable with on stage or not like do you know what I mean and as a director you want to push it to the limit um, with comedy you want to push it to the limit like and if the play is written that there is risque stuff up there like you know you want to get the ball to the top of the hill like and, and, and like as I say Nobody said no, and they went for it. And, like, come on the night and you'll see that I'm telling the truth. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, plenty, you're, you're going to get a lot more people coming out now after all this intrigue. And the, the, the task falls to you, Libby, to let the listeners know when the performances are, what time doors are, and so on. Yeah, so it starts this Friday and the following, sa- and the following Saturday and then the following weekend again, it's Friday, Friday Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, so the doors are open at about yeah. half seven um, and the performance is due to start at eight. So, um, yeah, come one, come all. <laughs> how, how are you feeling as a, as, as a newbie? You, is it a mixture of excitement and all, other emotions? Or? Yeah, it's definitely, it's half excitement, half <laughs> terrified, but I just think you kind of have to have both in order to do, you know, a realistic play, because if you didn't have the fear, I don't think you'd be able to, to push yourself, you know, forward. So it's definitely something that I'm looking forward to, you know, so, yeah. What about yourself, Margaret? Similar to, to Libby, the mixture of kind of anticipation at your first performance, but also nerves. Complete nerve sighted, yeah, absolutely. Um, Especially with the lead role. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, no pressure at all there, no. Yeah, delighted to be doing it, absolutely delighted to be doing it. But yeah, as, as Libby said, if, if you don't have the terror, you're not going to bring the energy on the night. So, well, hopefully that'll just turn into adrenaline on the night and we'll rock everybody's minds. <laughs> and well, even as a more experienced performer, do you still get that kind of mixture of nerves as you get closer to the, the first night? Yeah, I do. It's nerves and excitement, and I think nerves are always good before you go on stage. They kind of keep you focused as well in your role, and um, yeah, great. Can't wait to get on stage now and do it. <laughs> it seems after over 20 years of marriage, her husband left her for a younger woman, <laughs> and him with a weak heart. Hasn't been all that week, the dirty old brute. I always thought he was a quiet wee man. Oh, they're the worst. Of course, you know what was wrong, don't you? He was 50. What's big 50 got to do with it? Didn't you know? 50 is a dangerous age for men, where they feel they have to prove themselves, that they can still get women interested in them. Still, I'm lucky. Harry's 46. I've four more years to go. What age is your Bobby? Bobby will be 50 on Thursday. I've only four days to go. 
sounds like it's going to be good crack. That gets underway uh, this evening. Shannon Side Drama Group's first of five performances of Don't Tell the Wife. This feature, Arts in Clare, is funded by Commission Naman with a television licence fee. Clare.